Tanya and Steve, number one in Newcastle with McDonald Jones, the Hunter's leading home builder. Live from the greatest city in the world, this is Tanya and Steve. We get up, we get dressed, waking up, Newcastle's best, live and free, triple M's, Tanya and Steve. Welcome back from Fashion Faux Pas Detention. What happened, Rise? What did she say? What did she say, Rise? Well, on this I have case, to go straight I actually, to Rise, Tanya. I'm sorry. <laughs> I actually kind of believe Tanya in this in this uh, instance. She told me that you went to the supercars fancy function on Saturday and uh, didn't wear the appropriate clothing. Well, you didn't remember. Everybody else was in white and looking windswept and interesting. And, and you, you look, look like, like a lumberjack. lumberjack. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? I'm not going to argue with T today. <laughs> <laughs> so you were in fashion faux pas detention yesterday, Steve. Did you explain why, though? Um, because you didn't read the invitation properly, no. like as a purr always. <laughs> no, because I was going with Felix, oh. my flatmate who dresses superbly. He does, I yeah. thought, oh, God. So I, there I was. With I mentioned Felix dressed did, beautifully yeah. in his pink shirt. Thank you. And I was there in my T-shirt and, and, and shorts and thongs. No, and you, went, were, you were in your lumberjack shirt. No, 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 shirt. In, at home. Oh, right. And I went... Oh, no, Felix. All right, I'll put pants and boots and shirt on. He turns up, looking like he's ready to go to Mardi Gras. <laughs> this looks like polo kind of thing, you so, know? So, you know, I'm going to back you on that, T. Yeah. I've never been that hot, and I grew up in Queensland. <laughs> I, I, look, I didn't go into it too much, but when I, when I did walk in, this is true, when yep. I walked into the function at Sports Scratchley <laughs> on Saturday... <laughs> Everybody's on the marquee watching. Yeah. I actually did tell you, Rise, you didn't did, I? You, and Steve was because, facing the other way. Yeah, you were on the on the beach side just trying to get some air because <laughs> he was melting in his lumberjack get Too up. Hot. <laughs> to be fair on that, though, you know at functions where all those people are, I usually try and get as far away from them as possible. <laughs> uh, but yes, you're right, I was trying to cool off. Oh, funny. That walk through the cars. Oh, my God. I've never been so hot. I've never... Sw- I've lost 12 kilos. i lost 12 kilos. Sweating. Oh, yeah, how did you get to Ford Scratch? Did you have to kind of go Everywhere. all around the world? Yeah. Walk, right? You, you can't skip through the In track. a lumberjack outfit. Jeez. <laughs> but he's a lumberjack, but he's okay. That's right. <laughs> it's true. Works all night, plays all day. That's yes, right. Does, yep. I put on women's clothing and hang around in bars. <laughs> That's, oh, again, such a good again, song. Again, you've done a little thing to me there, Tanya. <laughs> Do you not know the song? I know the song, oh. yeah. I'll try and find now, it. Now, I yeah. knew nothing of this. This is a, just a quick Tanya and Steve moment, guys, that we often have. I know nothing of this, right? No. You know what I watched last night? No. What? I'm Monty a lump. Bo- Did Pyth- you? Pythons. <laughs> it's a new doco on their OT- O2 really? show. And I'm thinking, where at Lumberjack? <laughs> I watched that. Uh, maybe I was going for fashion tips. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yes, I was a bit hot and bothered, and and I can't, I can't argue with you. Yeah, but it's good to have you back anyway. But you were in jeans. I wasn't. I was in white. Fetch me if you can, pants. White jeans, right? <laughs> <laughs> they were cotton drills, if you must. Fetch me if you can, pants. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a different name for that. <laughs> Adjust a care. Customize mobility solutions in store or to your door. And Steve's on the line. Rolling around on your phone, mate. Well, look, yesterday you missed Lockie coming in, and it was great to have him, uh, Lockie Fitzgibbon, after his centenary uh, of games yeah, yeah. for the night. And he got a meat pie. Yeah, he did. And uh, off air, he was telling Rosie and I, well, I was just running through, you know, who will be available for selection for Friday night. Yeah. It ain't looking good. No. But we didn't talk about them a lot there because Locke didn't quite know who was, yeah. how bad people were. Mm. But Robert Dillon's outlined it today. Um, the Knights, we thought about this yesterday. They ha- might have to ask for special dispensation from the NRL to field players from outside the NRL. Yeah. Um, because, so we've got Ponga and Jaden Braley, they're out with concussions. Jacob Safidi, well, he... He's at six four at six weeks, was it? Well, not sure yet. Oh, okay. He was, he was graded with three reckless high, yeah. uh, grade three reckless high tackle, which yeah. could be five weeks if he accepts an early plea. Yeah. But six if he pushes it. So mm. that's not good for, at all. For the sake of one week, just accept. I know. For the sake of one mm. week. 
Frizzell's out. Jack Johns have got ankle injuries. <laughs> Adam Clune, Adam Elliott, they're unavailable. Kurt Mann, um, Sasagi. Like, it just goes on. <laughs> oh, no. So there's about 10 players that are not up for selection yep. for Friday night's game against the Dolphins. Then you do it like a bunch, like an under-14s game, mate. You just go into the Dolphins dressing room, say, can we pick three players? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, <laughs> can we have your fullback hammer and, and your halfback? No, no, no. I can't fix. Come on, guys. <laughs> just do it like that. I know. Because seriously, what team, even if you ring them and go, you got a spare halfback or yeah. a spare forward? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Guys, go and get married. <laughs> exactly. But when you're at that level, game two. That's awful. Isn't it? Three, but anyway. No, no, I mean, it happened yeah. in game two. Oh, yeah. We've we played two. Yeah. And we're at that level. Yeah. So. And the other stories, and again, we touched on this yesterday, Kalen Ponga. And <clears throat> I, I kind of felt like I was going out on a limb by saying, how long can this go on for this young man yeah, to four, be copying? Four, and, four concussions in twelve months. You were saying. Well, it's it's more. It's actually when you look over his last eighteen games, I think there's been seven. Yeah, oh God, so, four cited and three checks. I think you're right. Yeah, um, and wow. I agree with you. you. After what was it, eighty seconds? Yeah, and that happened. A, he's in the tackling lineup now. You can't keep him there. No, uh, and B, yeah, they talk all day long about player welfare. I was just reading an article about that James, in, in the Herald again that James McManus was saying because remember he had to retire early for the same reason. Yes, he was a good player. He too. was a great player. Yeah, also but apparently he, in courts though about how um yeah. you know so you got to be careful. But yeah. yeah, but he was saying that some people are more susceptible to concussions yeah. after all his I guess he's so close to it now. Mm. Well, wouldn't you think Ponga may be one of those people Maybe. considering or his tackling style, whatever it is? And again, you're right; it's a concern. Long term. For, for him as a human being. Exactly. Not the player. Mm. And the player isn't going to say, I, oh, I'm, I, I'm I out. quit. Yeah. No way. Um, so, yeah, I know it's, it's, it's a weird, weird one. one. Don't know where that's going to go. I don't know. Because they've got to take all the um, doctor's advice and consideration, mm. don't they? And yeah. he's going to have two weeks off regardless. Yeah. So would it be two weeks now still? Yeah. It's a, mm. like Locke like was outlining the return to play yesterday. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's at least 10 days anyway. And do you so. reckon there's more than there used to be? I'd like to get an old player on with that opinion. You about know? the concussions. Yeah, is there more now or is it just or pointed more, out? Well, more reported. I, th- I think it's That's more it. because we have the HIA yes. and they have to re- like leave and be... Yeah. And it whereas was, back in the day, they just have to get up and keep going. It was like well, the Medal of Honour. You saw him yeah. like fully wobbly, knocked like Martin Lang, you know, from yes. Cronulla. Yeah, had the... You had the magic sponge then. That's right. We haven't got that anymore. And I can't, like, if anyone, if you don't know, just watch a game from the 80s. Why they don't have that now in the modern game is beyond me. A bloke would come out with a ciggy in his mouth and a sponge in a bucket with water. Fix everything. Rub it over your head. Off he'd go. Your dad (laughs) had an entire career with the magic sponge. Not one concussion for Glennie. Not one. Tenure and Steve. 6.13, this is Triple M. Start your day off with Tanya and Steve and save up to $100,000 with the McDonald Jones Huge House and Land Sale on now. Turn it up, loud and clear, cause Tanya and Steve are here. The coolest stylings of tea, Wilkes. That wasn't very good. I honestly didn't think this segment could get me worse. Tanya and Steve's Rock and Recorder Ruse Day. I thought that was you actually playing <laughs> so then. So did I. <laughs> but still warming up. Uh, this is where uh, our uh, recorder specialist, Tanya, uh, gets on and plays a song with her recorder if you guess title and artist. Today, if you want to ring up and have a crack, you got uh, a double to the Red Hot Summer tour coming up. Paul Kelly, Bernard Felling, Missy Higgins, the list is on at Rosa mm. State there. March 25, not far off. No, actually. So that's a good price. Yeah, and that's a Saturday night, so <clears throat> makes it even better. There you go. Now... What sort of level are we at? I always ask her at a level because sometimes are you going to go straight to the chorus? Where are we at? No, we're going from the vocals. <gasps> from the vocals, but okay. Rice, you got it. All right, okay. So it's in the nineties. <laughs> um, no, no. Okay, no, it's not. No, it's not. Yeah. Hello, Brad from Cessnock. Good morning. How are you? Very well. All right, Brad. Listen carefully to this and tell us what it is. Here we go. Oh, good God. Oh, I, yeah. No, nothing for me. What about you, Brad? Uh, nothing at the moment. Could I just hear it one more time, please? Oh, this is... Yeah. No, no uh, idea. Sorry. Oh, have a great day, Brad. Emma. It's ringing a slight bell. Okay. Well, Emma, do you know what this is? <laughs> 
Oh, what do you reckon, Em? <laughs> not a clue. Not a clue. Hey, Emma, at least, yeah. you, at least you can laugh and just hang up. I have to look at it like going, oh, that's really good, Pete. <laughs> have a great day, Emma. Like, you know that encouraging face we give you our do. kids when they're playing the recorder you or do. guitar? I love it. Oh, that's very good, Pete. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hello, Mitch and Ellie Varner. How you doing? Good, Steve. How you doing? All right, thanks, mate. Let's Okay, listen carefully, oh. Mitch. Listen carefully, oh. mate. Here we go. Oh, I know it. Yeah. I, oh, oh. Ah, have a great day, Mitch. We'll go to... Oh, jeez, Rice, he didn't give you much of a go. No, we'll go to Gateshead now with Dane. Have you heard it, Dane, or does Dane have to play it again? I've heard it, mate. It's meatloaf. Take the words right out of my mouth. Oh. Nailed it. Well done, Dane. Wow. Going to the Red Hot Summer Tour. Well spotted. Well done. Yeah. Unreal. Good okay. on you, Dane. There you go, Thanks, mate. Thanks, crew. He's a legend. Must Aww. three, five, Saturday night. Rush State, mate. Fanning all the gear. Paul Kelly, you'll love it. Big gig coming up. I need yeah. to hear this with the song, Tanya. All right. I'm sorry, but... Let's do it. Okay, here we go. People need to know you're reading that off music sheet. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Why? Does it sound like I'm just reading the scratchings on the bottom of the bird cage? <laughs> no, that's... Oh, I'm pumping you up there, too. It's got a mate uh, who's got a couple of tin knees, and uh, <laughs> we call him the tin man from Oz, honestly. Yeah. But you know how we, in our brains, when someone says, I'm going in to get a hip done, or mm. I'm going in whatever, or, you know, blah, blah, we all go, what are you, 80? Mm. But there's a guy out, I know, two twenty eight mm. with a fake hip. Yeah. Titanium. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like all this material, all these things in you. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I haven't yet. I'm still clean as a bell. Well, I'll clean as a whistle, rather. Have you got anything? Inside me? Yeah. No. You're good? Yeah, no. <laughs> Nothing yet? Um. No, well, no. Um. Like, you mean, like, spare parts. Spare when parts. When they've gone in. My uncle had a pig valve. They, see that? Pig, oh, in his heart. Like yes. A, yeah. Yeah. That's, that yeah. Was, that, that was freaked a, yeah. me out. That still goes on. But, yeah, yeah you can get um, pig heart, uh, pig things or um, plastic things. <laughs> yeah. All um, of that. You, I've, like, got, um, I've got some plastic, well, not plastic. I think it's like a gauze, like a metal bit of gauze in my her, like my groin because I had an inguinal hernia and basically the hang on, hang on. no I'm sorry I have to pull you up there Rosie <laughs> yes. you get hernia from straining yourself <laughs> <laughs> I know <laughs> tell me about it I know, I know. was this sport related uh, this was lifting turf related. Oh. Yeah, that was a Remember that how? was a tough morning for Rosie. That job. <laughs> it, it was the one job that I did physical. So they put the, the gauze in to hold the hernia in place. They basically just push it back up and put the gauze in place, and then the gauze just sits there as part of your like wall of your muscle should be there. Bad the news for Rosie. Yeah, Tin Man, uh, had, <laughs> his gauze just busted. He had a hernia too. Really? Yeah, really? He, he was a hard worker in his youth. But so, the gauze so, can bust, and you have to get. Yeah, I've heard that. Yuck. <laughs> so how do they peel it away after it's been living in there? I think it just, I think it just fingers crossed it lives in there forever. So Is that weird that we can they can do that absolutely. now? Absolutely. Yeah. That's what I mean. It's like a gauze is in there. Mm. Uh, my mum has the same. Uh, you know, she's got a gauze in there for the same. Yeah. All these people, just these little things. In, it if amazes got, me. If you've got something in yes. you. Like a spare part. Like, like a, a spare, spare part. part. We'd love to hear from you. One triple three five three. Give us a call right now. One triple three five three. Spare parts in your body. It always fascinates me when you get back to like you were talking about like stents. It's like, oh, a couple yeah. of your, th- um, you know, watches to your heart aren't working. Yeah, we'll put this in and we'll do that. And all this fake gear that's yeah. going around in our bodies. Yeah, the pig thing freaked me out, though. That's, yeah. Yeah, that is freaky. Would you like, rather, is it the, because it's the type of animal? <laughs> would you like, oh, yeah, no, I've just got a dog valve put in. Oh, that's beautiful. No, because what worried me about that is that animals have such short lifespans compared to us. Right. And I just always wonder if their bits break down. Much earlier mean. than ours. I know what you mean. I'm more concerned about the person that realised it fit. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think that was. I think his last name was Frankenstein. <laughs> Joe's at Adamstown Heights. What have you got spare part wise, Joe? Uh, last December, just before Christmas, I went in for a knee replacement. Uh, so I had a bit of titanium, and I've been checking up to see if it's made me heavier or what because I put on weight. Yeah, um, blaming the <laughs> blaming your knee, are you, Joe? <laughs> Absolutely, but I tell you what, my surgeon said, I'll see you back in three months. I said, like hell will you? I said, there's no way. I never had pain until I had this. I swear to God, never had pain. I had no idea why I was having this done. 
But apparently I needed it done. What? Right? How, how come you had to do it then? Oh, I've got, re- I'm covered in osteoarthritis in both knees. I'm oh. like a 90-year-old getting out of bed every morning. So was your knee alive. then, Joe, more preventative then? Well. For where you were heading, was, maybe. It was, there was nothing he could do for it. Yeah. He actually scratched his head and said, I can't do anything for you. And oh I'm like, what? what? I, I'm coming to you, paying you lots of money, and you can't do anything. So, and I'm... So ha- having, having a mate with two, do you walk like you're drunk? <laughs> I stumble yeah. and I and I'm lopsided, absolutely yes. lopsided. Oh, <laughs> I turn up to the barbecue and go, "Wow, you started before me." No, I'm just going to get some ice. <laughs> Poor oh. Joe, because most people have their knee replacements and hip replacements. It changes their life for the better these days. Yeah. Like they're they're just improved out oh, of sight. Pushing through the pain is tough. It's not tough. It's not easy mm. for the first six to seven months. Nikki's at Toronto. Have you got a spare part, Nick? I don't, but my partner does. He broke his pelvis, so they had to pin and plate his pelvis back together and his hip. So what have they got? What have they got? That, oh, you know, when you see the x-ray, he freaked out because he thought the bolts were going to pierce. You know. <laughs> oh, okay. Right. Wow. So, does he feel it? Like, what does he move in certain places? Can he kind of go? Sometimes, yeah. Like, if he's walking and he like jolts really hard. Yeah, you'll feel like something on there, like more on. Oh, well, you've just dropped out yeah. there. Sorry, Nick. You know, half the time now, uh, when we watch rugby league, half of those players, if, you, if, if we watched X ray TV, yeah. would look like cyborgs. Yeah. Wouldn't I know. they? Yeah. Totally. Well, my, my son's got a metal in his foot. There you are. Yeah, true. Yeah. Like a plate, like a plate yeah, bit of. Yeah. Something, a pin. Pin, yeah. A pin in his foot. <laughs> Melanie, what's, what's in you? I have titanium coil. And balloons in my lungs. Balloons? Oh, God, why? Um, I have arteriovenous malformations, large malformations of the uh, artery and vein, and it helps me get more oxygen instead of bypassing the blood straight through the lung and not going down into the lung. So are these big, big like hot water balloons? And I mean hot water bottles, like it must be thick. <laughs> No, they're very small. Oh. They're small. They just block the artery. Oh, just God. The they're artery. tiny then. And then it looks like on a scan, it looks like spaghetti in my lungs. Wow. And oh. I have, I've had, uh, I think it's six angiograms to have them done. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah, amazing. And it makes I, such a difference. Been, oh, man, I would have been dead at 36 because I wasn't getting enough oxygen. So, <sighs> miracle. Wow. I definitely. Thank I haven't heard of the balloon one. No, oh, that, yeah, that's incredible, isn't it? Mm, so she had a little happened. party in her belly. <laughs> 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 I've wow. not heard of balloons. Everything mm. else, I have. Mm. I forgot to ask the other one, um, the pelvis one again. Going through security, mm. I always wonder if yeah. they set security off. Does Lork's foot set it off? No. No, weirdly enough. No, that's right, because you wouldn't want them to spot metal, would you? <laughs> you, you wouldn't want the gun detectors to spot metal. You know, we're constantly talking now, T, about everyone goes, they're tired. Right, it's just a thing. We've been talking about it for ages now. We're all tired. I can't stop yawning today. That's Ooh. true. Mm. Yeah, you just run into anybody. Mm. How are you going? Oh, I'm okay, tired. But mm. Well, uh, stats came out in the news this morning from uh, experts, of course, experts saying that, um, you know, teenagers need up from 9 to 11 hours. Yeah. Okay? Uh, that would be easy to get if they fell asleep before 4 a.m., <laughs> yeah. wouldn't it? And then it's like 20s, 35s, you know, it's still around the 9 to 11. Mm-hmm. Still around there, right? Mm. 40 plus. It's still seven to ten hours a night. Mm. I laughed and laughed and laughed at anybody over 40 who gets that long. Yeah. Yep. Some people do. I've got friends that, you know, they have a normal working day. And by that I mean like kind of 8.30 to 5 sort of thing. Yeah. But they're going to bed at 9. And it's like... It's before you, us. And falling going, asleep or are they just going watching reels? No, going to bed and going to sleep. Wow. Yeah. So when I tell them how many hours I get, yeah. and they're like, you're crazy. You're going to drop dead. <clears throat> which is lovely, but it's true. <laughs> and especially women. Apparently women, we need more sleep than men, which I didn't know. I only read this on the weekend. Oh, I didn't know I that. Said, yeah, we, we need 
at least eight to ten, regardless of age. Wow. And men can get away with less than women. Yeah. It's just the way beauty it is. Beauty sleep. Yeah. Yeah. A beauty sleep. Is that what it is? Because right? apparently you what, make... for the men or the women? <laughs> <laughs> apparently you make everything you need. Yeah. Um, it's, it's connected to your testicles. Yeah, that's it. Thanks for saying that word on the show. <laughs> well, it's true. Oh, if you're new well... to the 10 years, Steve, experience, there are certain words I ban, and they're all proper uh, words. Yeah. And I don't like uh, testicles as one of them, but yes, sir. But that's what, they were, that's what I was reading, that yeah. um, you guys, whatever hormones and stuff you need through your day, yeah. you make them a lot quicker, whereas we need to sleep to get things... We need. It just takes longer. Okay. Yeah, that's happening. Excellent. Well, I'm going to remember that next time I'm having one of those shocking nights. <laughs> so, come on, Steve. Think about your testicles. Come on, testicles. Come work on, testicles. Better. Work harder. You know, it's not long now. We've got to get up. <laughs> to your gear. But, so that's why we sleep. Well, it's not to rest. <laughs> it was. It was an article I read. Yeah. Okay. Or I've dreamt it because I'm yeah. so sleep deprived. Uh, I don't know. That's <laughs> it. That's the thing. Uh, again, if you're new to the show, we are. We are in March. That's three three months of uh, three thirty a.m. starts. We are all sleep deprived here. I find it makes the show better, <laughs> to be honest. But th- there you go. So an average, even over 40s, it's uh, 9 to 11, they're saying now, or 7 at, at, at absolute minimum. Wow. Don't get that. Ever. No. Who does? I'm rock solid with three. Text <laughs> oh Trevor Long from EFTM.com. Crappy game, it's set up anyway. We might have to forfeit. Hello, Trev. I don't want to break down my dolphin stand. Oh, yeah? How come? Why did you jump on the... Up, uh, I grew up on? in Redcliffe, yeah. And so when they got a team, I thought, I've got to jump on here. What? Trevor, wild. Trevor, yeah. stop. Yeah. I grew up in Redcliffe. Humpy Bong State School. Scarborough State School. Yeah. Okay. I, went the, I went the same school as the Bee Gees, so come on. I went to the same school as my sister. <laughs> <laughs> Just shut up. Oh I can't God. believe that. It's wow. taken us 10 years to find this out. Because <laughs> I keep my Queenslander nature very close to, yeah. to my well chest. Done. Wish I'd done that. a lot for it, yeah. <laughs> Wish I'd done that. Humpy, I can't wow. believe that. So who's been your team until now? Uh, the Eels, because uh, after after Redcliffe, we moved to, to Sydney near Bankstown, uh, Condor Park, and we went for the Eels because they were doing well at the time. But, you know, my heart and soul is uh, my formative years in Queensland. Wow. That is, wow. wow. Yeah, I'm a is, little shocked. Is anyone still there, Trev? Uh, no, no, I, my sister's in Toowoomba, but that's about as close as it gets. Wow. Yeah, my sister's in Rothwell. I don't even know where that is. No, no. no. Neither, neither Just the outside Kippering and Deception Bay. I mean, these, are, these are local terms here, Steve. <laughs> sure. nah, that's exactly right. All right, well, let's talk <laughs> yellow iPhones, and you two can reminisce about <laughs> the local haunts back in the day. Like you remember that. swimming at Queen's Beach, Trev? <laughs> um, what's the deal with the yellow phone? Did we need one? No, but Apple thought it was important that they release a new phone. I think because there's been so much talk of other phones, you know, Samsung and Oppo and all these things, that um, Apple's made a, made a habit in the last few years of releasing a new version of the same phone. So the iPhone 14 has been out now for, let's say, five, six months. Yep. Uh, and, you know, it's great. comes in a lot of colours, but it now comes in yellow. That I would normally run through the specs of a new phone and the, the battery and all that. It's the, it's an iPhone 14, exactly the same as it was before. No, well, it's yeah, just yellow. Yeah. How bizarre. You know the marketing team are getting bored, aren't they? Yeah. They're going, come on, we've got to do well, something. Yeah, hey, but here's the great thing. They also released a new cover, you know, those the cases you get for your phone for, for all iPhone 14s, and one of them is canary yellow. Now, I'm on a briefing call with Apple last week, and they're saying, well, these new things, and I've got this it's yellow, and the guy goes, and here's the case, it's canary yellow. And I went, that's Australian gold, my friend, and don't you ever forget it. <laughs> and he didn't... <laughs> He didn't get the twelfth man reference. Oh. Um, I bet not. Oh, yeah, bad. <laughs> you know, it, I don't know. I, I don't hate yellow, mm. but when I see it on a Lamborghini, I think, "Are you kidding me?" Yeah, I know. All that money, and you chose that a Ferrari. Ambulance. Um, the other story we want to talk to, to you about is the blackout, buddy. I love this. Oh, oh, look, we have a lot of blackouts where I am because we have overhead power lines. A tree comes down, the whole suburbs out. But right. it doesn't matter whether it's you know brownouts, blackouts, whatever. We have power power failures. These new little power bank things are more than just those ones to charge your phone. There's a new brand called NRG Volt, and they're launching at Harvey Norman. And for about nine hundred dollars, you get this little uh, portable power unit that will literally power your fridge for hours. Um, you could take it camping and run a coffee machine off it. You can get even, and it's got two normal power points. 
You can get a bigger one. It's about $1,700, which will run your fridge for days. Uh, it has four normal power points on it, plus all USBs and things. So my, my thing here is when you have a blackout, why are we reaching for candles and torches when we can reach for a battery and plug in a light and, you know, all the things that we normally need to run our normal lives? My kids go for one of these now and just plug the fridge in so they can keep going for their snacks. Okay. okay. Hey, Trev, um, <laughs> if your battery... Uh, is kind of not lasting as long. Does it mean you ne- immediately need to upgrade? Asking as a father. Yeah, on your phone you're talking about. Yeah. Yes. If it's if it's literally every day it just depletes, then don't need a new phone. You need a new battery. And even if it's an iPhone, Apple do replacements for batteries for I think around under a hundred bucks. Okay. So Great. yeah, just get yeah. a new battery. Don't get a new phone. Don't spend thousands. Yeah. Get a new battery, and yeah. that gives your phone a new lease of life. Didn't mm-hmm. I just ruin that for all those teens going to their parents? <laughs> going, <laughs> yeah, Dad, you don't understand. Well, you've got to give me a new one. All right. Yeah. Thanks, Trevi. Have Re- a great day. Guys. Boy. Who would have thought? Yeah. Know. Fins yeah. up. You know that school you went to? We when we used to play, we used to call them Humpy Pong. He was like Humpy Pong. He's like, oh, I can't believe you went to that school, Trevor. Trevor's still <laughs> there. He's a Humpy he's, Pong boy. He's listening. Oh, he's oh, no, gone. He's, hung he's up. just hung up. <laughs> <laughs> Sandra and Steve. This is Triple M. It's just gone quarter past seven. Win your way to the night. next. Start your day off with Tanya and Steve and save up to $100,000 with the McDonald Jones Huge House and Land Sale on now. Turn it up Take care of it all. Get real. Get an all-steel shed. This got a bit lost yesterday in all the nights and supercars news, but we've got a new world champion. It's stopped and it's real. The doubters have been destroyed. This is truly... Uh, interim world champion, I should say. The current world champ has been nursing a broken hand and can't currently fight, which is why Tim Zhu took the bout against the brash, brazen boxer nicknamed Super Bad. <laughs> Tony Harrison got super beat up on Sunday, Arvo. Zhu's 16th knockout in 23 wins. Now, along with Newcastle-based manager Glenn Jennings, they will head to Las Vegas mm. for the undisputed world title fight. It's being planned for July this year as some sort of U.S. Summer Slam with Aussie UFC fighter Alex Volkanovsky perhaps fighting on the same weekend. There could be a massive influx of Aussies heading out of our cold winter and into the desert of Vegas to see this. Now, I've never been there, but both of you guys have. Can you imagine Australians hijacking Vegas like we love to do with so many sporting events of this pinnacle? Or... Would it be just another event on the strip? Would it get a little bit lost? I think it would get a little bit lost. There's a lot going on there 24-7, yeah. isn't there? Yeah, very much so. Depends on where they stage it. Would it be the, at the MGM? Well, I, I imagine they'd go as big as they yeah. possibly could. Yeah. It's usually where they do. So that, that last one they did there, didn't they? Yeah. Um, but um, who knows, JR? Yeah. I mean, it certainly gets some billboards, but there's so, as you say, there's so much going on. Even not now to the entertainment side of it, but then there's 50 conventions as well, isn't there? So, yeah. yeah. So I, I think we just imagine that it would be the biggest thing ever. Like well, when don't the worry. Soccer- Ch- Channel 9 will make it look like it. <laughs> yeah. But like when the Socceroos went to Qatar, kind of had that image of, oh, we've taken over Qatar. Yeah. Or if uh, Barty yeah. at Wimbledon. And okay, Aussies have taken over, but yeah. so as, as someone that hasn't been there, I kind of imagine oh, Aussies would take over the strip and it'd just be kangaroos and cork, <laughs> hats with corks hanging off them. But you're saying it's not necessarily that Maybe case. Maybe one higher room. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, yeah. The only Aussies to really succeed there are human nature. Yeah, I was wondering if do human nature still have like a no, not anymore. Residency? That finished. No, yeah. did it? But yeah. I was there when they did that. I was sat backstage with the lads, yeah. watched them do that. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty and, cool. And I believe they're rubbish fighters. And um, <laughs> terrible. Tim Zoo's dad fought there. Costia fought there three times for three wins. And this bout would be 32 years since Jeff Fennick was famously robbed in Vegas in that world title fight against mm. Azuma Nelson, which they only overturned late last year. Yeah. So the history of Aussies and boxing is, is checkered in Vegas. Mm. But that could be happening yeah, at the middle of the year if everything goes right and mm. Charlo fronts up against Tim Zoo. It'd be interesting to know the purse on that one. Mm. You know, like, really, Vegas, it's it's supposed to be a big deal. Mm-hmm. And, that, and Tim would be taking less, obviously. Yeah, sure. Because sure. this guy's ducking and weaving and, yeah. You know, but, but, um, I'm still with that big money, always been a fan of putting my hand up going, beat the daylights out of me for four mil. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll bop in there. <laughs> Stop it. No, we can't be friends anymore. You're going to stay at home when Mike's away watching... Uh,
current affair and maths. He reckons I'm, I'm shaming him by um, sitting there. I love watching um, free-to-air TV. We've just had the conversation. You don't watch free-to-air TV. Risey doesn't watch free-to-air TV. because My, antenna's broken. my an- antenna's broken and, and it's, I'm not getting it fixed. <laughs> I don't know what men have against it because with Mike away at the moment, I'm watching free-to-air and I enjoyed it last night. Current affair. A current affair and maths. A current affair. <laughs> what stories were on a current affair last it's, night? It's moments like this as I lead into our conversation <laughs> that I'm glad I'm deaf in my right ear. Well, Because uh, sometimes she might mention it to Risey, but I won't hear her. No, you can't hear her. <laughs> but that time I had my head turned and I heard her go, I was watching current affair last night. I went, right, that's it. Can't be friends anymore. <laughs> well, can we just move on to your ear because um, I was asked by people. It wasn't just a fashion faux pas you weren't at work for yesterday. I did say you've got a weird prehistoric bone that grows in your ear. Which makes me feel comfortable <laughs> that Tanya describes it so well. Mm. Um, yeah, I end up Kevin Costner in Waterworld growing gills. It's kind of like that in a way, isn't it? <laughs> well, it is. It's called surface ear. If you spent a long, long, long period of time in the water with waves and wind, your ear naturally tries to protect things yes. from getting in and closes the bone closes up. And what happens when the bone in your inner ear closes up and water gets in, can't get out, sits there, rots and infects. It's like a swamp in your inner ear canal. My God, yes! <laughs> Dirty swamp. <laughs> Continuing on my theory of, hey girls, I'm a keeper. Hey, swamp ear! <laughs> so anyway, that's what it was, infection all that gear. But, um, and I was telling T, I showed her. Um, the, the, the closure now is like you probably get a piece of paper through it. Are you going to have surgery to kind of fix it? Because you can, there is a surgery. Oh, I'm very aware of mm. that. And three doctors have said don't. Yeah. <laughs> because it's a nightmare, right? They grind your ear and all sorts of weird and wonderful things. All don't they? sorts of weird and wonderful things. So I'm going to see a specialist in a couple of weeks who might be able to vacuum my ears. Apparently he's got a very good Dyson. <laughs> uh, he gets bowling balls out of his lounge room carpet <laughs> and, and he can get wax out of a closed ear. Oh, must but be yeah, painful. I've got, no, I think it's about 8% hearing in my right ear wow. at the moment because it's just. Gone. And does water yeah. get trapped in there as well? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's going yeah. on. Once, yeah. It takes Swampy. one drop. So here lies what Risey just pointed out, mm. as I have told Tanya. I didn't swim much last year. If I wear earplugs, all is well. Yeah. Okay, so people go, well, if you wear earplugs, it's okay. I went, Fine. I know, but I... I don't like wearing earplugs. Why? Because I, oh, I look a little simple. Quite oh, frankly, oh, Tanya. Blue tack works as well. I yeah. see a lot of surfers with blue tack in their ears. Yeah. I've used that. Yeah. Oh. Well, I might nick one off BJ, uh, BJ's posters and try the blue tack then. <laughs> because you've uh, got to wear it in the shower now too, don't you? He suggested it, okay? Uh, he suggested, <laughs> you know, mate, seriously, uh, you would have got this from a shower, blah, blah. Um, have you thought about wearing earplugs in the shower? <laughs> and I'm like, that's fantastic. <laughs> Thank you, Tanya. Yeah, but I'll just wear them in life in case of, you know, a drop of rain. All I right. think you should. But okay, that's where I... Well, I now, here's the, I've told tell you all of this. I haven't told you this bit, okay? And I said, I'll be really honest with you, mate. The earplugs, I hate them because I don't like... The part of being in the ocean mm. and being swimming is hearing. Sure. For me. Yep. So, okay. But in the shower, I'll forget. Okay. And he said, buckle up, T. And again, girls, if you're listening, this is why I'm a keeper. Mm. <laughs> he said, what about a shower cap? <laughs> What's wrong with a shower cap? Okay. <laughs> Again. No one's I'm worried see about you. I know. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. All fine in the privacy of my own home. Yeah. Perhaps I go away with someone. Imagine if I went away with tea. I'd, and I'd go, no, I'm sorry, you can't put it on the remote. <laughs> <laughs> I need to wear For it. For my head. Remember, I have no hair. I know. So I'm wearing a shower cap. I know, but I think... I think for the, sake, for the sake of pain and swamp ear, you have to start wearing a shower cap. A man has to have standards, too. <laughs> yeah, don't um, do um, it. You've got to have some self-respect. It's um, like a shower you. cap in the shower. Don't you dare buy me a floral oh, one. It's a floral one with pink flowers, <laughs> those plastic ones stuck all over it. See, okay, and I'm painting that picture over the last couple of weeks. I'm walking around with my top button starting at my navel. Mm. Uh, and now I'm shower capping in the shower. What's next? I could wear bait. Oh, that was the other thing. Have you, what about, if we, there are bathing caps you can wear swimming. Yeah. Oh, my God. Swimmers You'd look like them. Ian Thorpe in the ocean. <laughs> no, no, mate, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. The I would look like Auntie Joan. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't worry about it. He said, you want to wear a bathing cap, try one of those pull-over bathing caps. I said, and perhaps a one-piece dock. <laughs> perhaps a lovely one-piece. I seriously wouldn't worry about um, going away with anyone for the weekend. Not anymore, not after this. Sadly, it was on February 16. We all learned um, that 20-month-old Poppy Grace lost her battle with acute lymphoblastic mm. leukaemia um, 
Yeah, a Same fight that started when she was just 11 weeks old, and she is the daughter of Carly and Tresnay that we first learned um, and got them to know them from MKR all those years ago. And we all went on the ride with her as well, didn't we? We certainly you know? did. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, we were all heartbroken. Uh, and, again, they just showed nothing but class. That, and, those, and, yeah. those mums, Amazing. Through, through this entire battle, like you say, Steve, we were blown away mm. at how they their positivity, their, their love, their light just shone through, even on the most darkest of days that Poppy Grace had to fight. Yeah. So we've invited Carly onto the show um, because, again, um, it, you wouldn't you wouldn't ever reach out to a, a mum that has lost their child. But in this situation, we just know that they're they're just different because yeah. they just shed and spread love wherever they go. So Carly, first up, our deepest condolences. Oh, thanks, friends. Um, we really appreciated you guys coming on the journey with us and um, we did see all of the beautiful messages that you guys posted, so thank you so much. And that's the thing too, Carly, just, you know, as we, we knew you had the strength to do that, but, uh, you know, to get on and do exactly that, thank all the people you haven't had a chance to, um, which is great. You know, we, we saw the outpouring from everywhere as well. Yeah, I mean, Newcastle are a fantastic group of people that's for sure but people were reaching out from all around the world and we yeah we're just gobsmacked by it all it's just been the one silver lining i suppose as far as the legacy poppy grace has left behind carly there's a big one because me included i didn't realize the extent of what we can do um to help um babies and children when we donate our blood our plasma yeah, yeah, and Poppy Grace's lifeblood team has now saved more than two thousand seven hundred lives. Oh, that's wow. crazy, amazing, and I... it's just—it's just crazy to think that one little tiny baby inspired this much. You know, this is people's time. This mm. is people's blood. This is, yeah, it, it really is something that we're so proud of. Can we ask, and I'm, I'm, I don't mean to get personal because you're brave enough to come on and talk to us now, but but, but, but you and Teresa, how are you two going? Mm. Uh, Under the circumstances, <laughs> of course, it's a ridiculous question, but it's a genuine one. I'm going to imagine yeah. you must be a strength for each other. Yeah, we're shells of our previous selves at the yes. moment. Yep. Um, but um, we're, we're heading out to a grief retreat um, on the 15th, so hopefully we can sort of try and get back on top of things so that we can sort of give back again to the community because the cancer community, there's so much that can be done. And with our insight, I think it's really important that we do something with this new knowledge. See, and that's exactly why we knew that um, it would be okay to talk to you, you and Tresnay, because already you're thinking of others um, and in the name of Poppy Grace. So... You know, Carly, I'm sure we're going to hear more about this and you guys and what you're going to do on that front as the time goes on. But in the meantime, just know that we are thinking of you and we, we do love both of you and we'll always remember Poppy Grace. And be very kind to yourselves too. You just mentioned then about, you know, we want to get back out. Yeah, yeah. Well, you take all the time you need before that happens. You know, don't put a, <laughs> don't put a pressure on yourself you need to or people will judge it. You just take your time, mate. Oh, thanks, guys. You are such beautiful, loving people. Tenure and Steve's on the line. I want to get your thoughts on this, here because I think you'll agree with me in, in this is about an idea you have depending on what uh, is going on, meaning the decade or the years, right? Now, I read this this morning in 2018. Domino's Pizza, right, this is in the States actually, but they were going to do it here. Domino's Pizza offered essentially free pizza for life in exchange for people to get a Domino's logo, logo tattooed on their body. Mm. They had to shut it down <laughs> two days Why? because that many people did it. Oh, you're joking. But, see, but. Whereabouts on their bodies? Anywhere you like, but most of them were arms, faces, necks. There's just so many meaningless tattoos these that's, days. That's my people point, right? People don't that, care about their body these days. Why I wanted to bring it up was because if you did that in the 90s, they'd probably still be doing it. Yeah. But now, like, like tattoos are just, 
Nothing. Oh, they're higgledy piggledy. Yeah. yeah. You like Domino's said, free pizza. I'll be back in a minute, people. Yeah. Yeah. Hasn't it changed? Very much so. And now it, you see it, you know, the big um, arms and all that. And it's like, mm. yeah, they look they look good. I don't mind them at all. Don't get me wrong. But I still can't get my head around the hoggly. What did you just call it? Higgly piggly or whatever. Yeah. The old patchy tat job. Yeah. I don't like that. Dabble mm. over everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like it's, it's not my body, though, so you can do what you like. But, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just a bit all over the shop, isn't it? But don't you reckon in the 90s, they probably, yeah, well, yeah, would be a few people do that. Yeah. Most of us would go, forget that. Yeah. Now was, it's, nah, go yep. get one. That was a stock standard radio competition, wasn't it? Get our logo tattooed on your body and you'll get tickets to the Knights this weekend. Hang on a minute there, too. <laughs> That's a, a great idea. 2023, if you get a tangent Steve neck tattoo, <laughs> <laughs> because if you say on their body, they can hide it on their butt. Yeah, true. Neck tattoo. Mm. Yeah, maybe mm. it could work for us now. Mm-hmm. Everywhere. We're all clean skins. Yeah. Isn't that unusual now? It actually Very is. Mm. Very yep. much. Although, uh, it's okay to be a clean skin considering as long as you haven't got a tramp stamp. No. No. No, I don't. No, I know. I'm saying, oh. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know how you can look completely clean-skinned? Yeah. And then, oh, oh you got one of those. Oh, oh yes. Oh, whoops. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You've thought about it. Both of us have. Oh, look, I think I still will, um, but it's only a little one for my family. Yeah. Like yeah. Dominoes. Yeah, well, no. Nah. <laughs> Next to the Domino's one. Yeah. <laughs> Whereabouts on your wrist kind of thing? Yeah, think just on my wrist year? where I can see it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've always, I've always... Like, like wondered what those little blue bells, little, sorry, little blue birds look like that girls started getting on their boobs. Oh, they look mm. like pelicans when you get older. That's what I. That's why I've avoided <laughs> them like the plague. Yeah, yeah. Mm, I think that's a very good idea. Good <laughs> idea. Uh, the t- bell birds. That's what it was. That was yeah, a seventies thing. Yeah. Blue birds or blue whatever birds. you say. The little blue birds. Just in the cleavage rise. Uh, yeah. That was what Auntie Joan, who uh, <laughs> might have come from the rough side of the tracks, did. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> dead right. Oh dear. So yeah, I don't know. No, I don't think. I'll get one. No. I do like it, though, because I've got a mate who's riddled with them. And I said, mate, what did said? Like, for my arms, necks and all that gear, how much that cost? He goes, oh, God, you'll be getting around 15 grand now. Oh, no, it's so expensive. And right after that, he goes, hey, can you buy me a beer? <laughs> Start your day off with Tanya and Steve and save up to $100,000 with the McDonald Jones Huge House and Land Sale on now. people are starting to vape it's, it's quite bizarre the what? whole vaping world that people think that it's okay that it's better for you it's not mm. like too many experts now have come out and gone people mm. it's not a good alternative <laughs> especially when it comes to children yeah well the stat I read this morning was uh, apparently one third of 14 to 17 year olds have vaped or are vaping yeah. That's a lot. And they're not going from cigarettes to vaping. They're no. just starting, starting vaping. vaping. Isn't it crazy? That's, that's what I mean. Yeah. It's stupid. It originally came out as an alternative. Remember, the, it's the non-tobacco nicotine ones, what it was started mm. with, but they're all in now. Yeah. You know, they just hide them under different guises. Of you can buy them. But that's what I love about Australia. They're illegal. You can't buy them here. And then you go and buy them mm. everywhere. That's so Australia, the, isn't it? The health experts <laughs> have come out today and said, but vaping should just be completely banned. None of this, um, you know, like, let's get it... F- with a bit of fruit in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, let's just yeah. completely ban it. Yep. And the only way you can vape is if you've got a doctor that has seen you and said, well, this person's been smoking 20 years. This is the only way to get them off cigarettes yeah. is to give yep. them a prescription for vaping. Yeah. Because um, it's just I, everywhere. I still wonder, though, um, has, that, has it been going on long enough for them to come up with these results, though, Tay? You know, like, really, has it been going around long enough for them to come up with these, what it does to you? Well, they say it has. Yeah, they're well, saying they, they, they're, they're seeing know, yeah. they're seeing all sorts of um, you know poison, um, yeah. mouth mouth cancers. Mm. Um, That's what I mean. It's like, are they getting these results from that, or are they forward predicting? I don't, I don't know. Yeah. you know what I mean. Well, I can only assume that they must know what they're talking about if they're <laughs> discussing it at that level. Yeah, yeah. And is it just as addictive as smoking, or it depends what? Well, there's nicotine in there, but yeah. I think a little yeah. less. Yep. Be a little less due to chemicals that they whack in cigarettes these days. Those addictives and things. Yeah. I, I don't know. You know, because as a non-vapor, like you just. You just question why you're doing it. Like, why well, just question why people are vaping? No. Well, of course. You know? yeah, but, but I'm a non-vapor or a non-smoker, so yeah, I know yeah. that that's complete. I can't even have an opinion, really. No, on it. I know. But it seems from the outside looking in, mm. like, why? Yeah, especially with the kids. That's oh. what, 
Like, as an adult, do what you want. Mm. I don't care. But I hate the fact that, you know, we've got kids that are vaping. Yeah. And this this idea that we dance around that, oh, it's not as bad as cigarettes. No. Well, it is. It's not as dear either. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I got uh, on the train after the supercars the other day. Did you see a lot? Uh, oh, my God. Well, that's what I'm saying about not just kids, but starting to vape. Yep. It's not just the giving up. It's become a thing they've taken up. But you know what? There was a Kilos Downer um, guard there. Like obviously checking people that they've paid, yeah. But there's so much vaping. I'm going. So this is the thing now. We're allowed to do this in trains, yeah. are we? Well, no. That's the thing no, I not. find weird. Uh, I, for, you know, for me as a to try and give up smoking. Mm. Why? It changes nothing in my life. No. I still have to go outside. Yeah. yeah I'm still a you know social pariah. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. So to yeah. me, I, I, that's why I haven't gone there yet. Yeah. Because okay. it's like, well, you're still treated as a smoker. Yeah. Mm. Although, as you say. People, People sneak them oh, all, everywhere. all the time. Workplaces, toilets, yeah. everywhere. Yeah, yeah. and the, no one was sneaking it. Trust me. They no, were just yeah. sitting there vaping. Yeah. Like, well, get your bloody fruity thing off me, please. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, the smell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mind you, though, it's a selective world we live in, isn't it? I think there's a few uh, health issues with drinking, too, but no one's mentioned banning 100%. that. Yeah. No one's mentioned banning that, yeah. have they? Oh, look. It's selective, isn't it? We- <laughs> if we banned everything that wasn't good for us, wow. Yeah, it'd be a very... <laughs> Yeah. You know what I mean? Be- beige world, I get that. It's selective. Um, yeah. And I, as again, I don't care what adults do. Yeah. I don't. If go you want to vape, yeah. go for it. It's the kids that worry me. When we're looking at a third of kids are vaping. That's a on. lot, isn't it's it? terrible. No. See, when I was growing up, a third of kids were smoking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and look what it led to. Yeah. A lifetime of cigarette smoking. True. Yeah. I know. Don't know when, you know, and as you said, this whole conversation started because they're really thinking about banning it, aren't they, mm-hmm. that, like, across yes. the board, yeah. which in no way will bring an underground market. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Mm. <laughs> Prohibition, folks. Banning always works, yeah. doesn't it? Hey, um, I meant to ask you, did you see the song that won the Academy Award for the best original song? Yes, I did, Tanya. <laughs> now, yes, rem- I did. Remember, it's thrown up some, some great songs like Shallow and Risey's favourite, Let It Go from Frozen. Oh, you that know, was brilliant. Oh, right, let it go. Let, one, let it go. You, uh, you know how I feel about musical movies. I'll go to a theatre for a musical, but music movies, but wow, when you get into Indian musicals, wow! From Bollywood? I'm out. This is the song that won. I looked it up. You can watch it on Netflix if you're interested. Yes. <laughs> yes, you can, it's everyone. It's not your thing, is it? Well, no, it's... It, it's been catchy. No. <laughs> no, it's not. It, it could be in a, in a murder mystery movie, and after the uh, person gets killed, they break into a song and a dance. Oh, I know. It's just what Bollywood that's, do. That's Bollywood, but yeah. no, it's not my cup of tea. Well, no. re- regardless, let's do one of these. The list. The list. One, triple, three, five, three. That is our phone number. What are your favourite Bollywood movie. No. <laughs> oh, no, oh. Your favourite song from... From the movies, any movie, any song that's been thrown up by a movie, we want to make a list of the best of. Mm-hmm. So, One, what should be on three, it? Five, three, give us a call right now. Dave from New Lambton is quick on the phone. Jeez, hello, Dave. Wow. Hello, Dave. Hello. What's your fave? Uh, it's an old one, Pretty Woman. Oh, yeah. What movie did that come from? Pretty Woman. Da- oh, come yeah. on. Yeah, right, Roy Orbison. Uh, the old school, yeah, yeah. Boy, which is kind of the theme song to the... Pre- the you whole know what? movie. I've, I've never seen it. Oh. Yeah. Have you? I've seen the movie. Yeah, yeah. There yeah. you go. Pretty woman, Thanks, Dave. Dave. Thank you, Dave. Hey, uh, Breakfast Club for me, don't you forget. As soon, oh. as, I, as, soon as I hear this song yeah. on the radio, I think of the movie Breakfast Club. Oh. That's an 80s. Yes. Great yes. song. Yeah, well, uh, that's enough of that then, right? <laughs> Lynn's at Neath. She's got you on the phone ready to tell us. Hello, Lynn. What's the, the song from the movie that you love? To Sir With Love by Lulu. Oh, yeah, with Sydney Poitier. Oh, yeah, I love that movie. Yeah. Was that also sung in Best Friend's Wedding? No, I'm thinking the other one. I've got, I've got a little bit here, uh, Lynn. Oh, I can't play the chorus, sorry. This is the start. Oh, jeez. Here we go. Any minute now. Ding. Those school girl days. I'm a little bit insulted you gave that a bigger run than mine. <laughs> Sorry, Aaron, Steve. Aaron's at Sawyer's Gully. Which song from the movie should be on the best of list, Aaron? It's got to be Flash from No Other Than Moon Queen. Oh, yeah. Worst movie ever. Great song. <laughs> worst movie ever. But you know what I mean? Worst is in it's funny yeah. worst. Yeah. Yeah, flash. I've got a bit for Aaron here. Flash. Oh, 
good song. <laughs> Uh, yeah, sorry about that, Aaron. Me. He's obviously big to, to Sir With Love fan. <laughs> Didn't like it either. <laughs> oh, we've got Cameron here, T. Hey, Cam, what, list, what should be on the list of the best movie songs of all time? Uh, i got The Greatest Show from The Greatest Showman. Great. What's that called? Is Do it, you mean the, 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 is the, it this the is woman? Me? Yeah, This Is Me. No, The Greatest Show, the opening song. Oh. Okay. Oh. I've got oh. this one. That's not the one Cameron wants, right? Uh, yeah, that's one. all right, Sorry, Cameron. You know, you're he- Cameron. you know you're heading down my road when you won't even play the one you like, mate. Okay, we've got Pierce here. Now, Pierce, I have a feeling yeah. I know the movie. What's your song? Uh, sh- uh, I'm a believer, Shrek. Oh, of course oh. it is. I love that. That's yeah, so good. Absolutely. That's Wait. how Rosie does. <laughs> and then I saw her. <laughs> that's it. That's the one, Pierce. Love this song. Let's play this. Good on you, mate. Thanks, Pierce. <laughs> Peter's at Fletcher. Best movie song of all time, Pete? Uh, look, it'll be just about any James Bond theme song, but let's go with View to a Kill by Duran Duran. Oh, yeah. Yes. Love that. And you're right, actually, Peter. Every song they've thrown up is a killer. Mm-hmm. It really is. Yeah. I'm always. guessing, Pete, Roger Moore was the then I think you're right. James Bond. He was for View to a Kill, but I think Connery was the best. And then, you know, Daniel Craig did a pretty good job too. Yeah. Have we got the song, Rose? Dance into the fire. That fatal kiss is always me. Is this the song? No, no I don't think it is. View to a Kill? No. Duran Duran. Yeah, that's View to a Kill. We must I only know the chorus. I th- yeah, I think so. Yeah, uh, it, um, again, it was it was didn't sound like a Bond song. No. It was Roger Moore's last one, and they were trying to cool it up because he was 110. Yeah, and I think that's why that song became it. Colin, is it East Maitland? Your favourite song from the movies, Colin? It's got to be Danger Zone. Kenny Loggins. Sure. Yeah. It is just is bang. It, is it probably the best? I guess it, it depends is. on your era, yeah. but yeah. 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 I, uh, this is a particular favourite of uh, both you and I, Tanya, but uh, it was in Forrest Gump, yeah. but then in Tropic Thunder, oh, and yeah. it's always Stop in it. any movie when you're in a chopper going in Vietnam. It ain't me. It ain't me. Good morning, Vietnam. Yeah. It's in everyone. It ain't me. Motorbike riding list and your motorbike riding list. <laughs> it's the best song. Yeah. See, every song's the best. You know? But I do defy you, Tanya, to not, when this comes on, feel like you need to run in slow motion. Which one? This one. Oh. Which one? <laughs> oh, chariots of fire. You just instantly go into slow motion yeah. mode. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> One of my favourites is um, one of the more recent ones. I don't know. Maybe we lose track. Maybe it was four years ago. Shallow. How good was Bradley Cooper and the two was fantastic. Yeah. Haven't they destroyed this at karaoke nights? Definitely. Thanks for your calls. You can call us anytime on one triple three five three. It is tenure and Steve. Start your day off with Tanya and Steve and save up to $100,000 with the McDonald Jones Huge House and Land Sale on now. Turn it up loud.